Welcome one and all to Eagle Auto Parts on the Go podcast, where we do our best each and every week, bring you new episodes that bring you new information, ways to maintain your vehicle, and bring you up to date on things happening at the place where you get recycled parts, Eagle Auto Parts. Today, I'm your host, DJ Harrington, better known as the Cardiologist, and of course, we have in-house our trustworthy producer, Chuck Camp. And today's episode, the general manager of Eagle Auto Parts, my dear friend, Doug Williams, is here as our guest. Doug, how are you? Well, I'm doing fantastic. It's a little warm today, but I'm doing well. How about you? Uh, it's beautiful where I am. Uh, Chuck is in the product center. Uh, the Chuck is in the podcast center. And it is raining there, and it's beautiful here. Huh, and that's not that far away, is it? No, an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, not that far. But up there, how's the weather where you are? Well, it's hot today, DJ. It is hot and sticky. Typical Martinsburg July weather. We're probably in the low 90s with a heat index of probably 100. And, uh, I mean, you walk outside and you immediately feel like you got out of the shower, so it's it's extremely hot today and has been for the past couple of days. Yep. Really warm. Well, here in the Atlanta market, the last two or three days have been very warm. Very, very warm. So can I ask you this? What are some tips that people have during weather like today? Well, with their car, as far as their car, the first thing we promote here at Eagle, of course, is safety of your children and your pets. Uh, so many times we hear these stories of, you know, children being left in a car unattended for, you know, three, four, five minutes. And, you know, it doesn't take long at all. A, a car parked, uh, especially if you had black interior, but if you park a car on a 90 degree day in 10 minutes, it can go from the temperature you have with the air conditioner on, which is probably 75 it can be up to 110 degrees in 20 minutes. That can be 125 degrees in 30 minutes. It can be up pushing 140 to 150 degrees. And they've done tests where within an hour on a really hot day, your car can exceed 175 uh, degrees inside. So, you know, nothing can survive that heat, uh, children or, or pets. So we just really encourage the people to, Double check, triple check. Uh, you know, sometimes we hear these stories that are so sad that, you know, we get so busy in our lives, we forget the child's in the, in the car seat. You know, we, we, we go into, to work and forget to drop them off. At least I've heard these stories and, uh, it's just heart, heartbreaking when you hear what happens, you know, when these, when these children are left in the car. So one thing, uh, I was told a while back, always thought was kind of interesting is always place a, a stuffed animal or something in your car seat when your child's not in there. And then when you put your child in, put that stuffed animal on the front seat. So then you know, oh, okay, you know, it hopefully helps you to remember. But even thinking you're going to run in the store for three minutes, four minutes, it's too long to leave your child in there. So, or a pet, you know, because pets, the same thing. They can overheat and, and succumb to that in a short amount of time. So we just encourage our customers and our listeners to, to please just be so careful this time of year. And uh, also I myself uh, carry a glass breaker 
And for our listeners that don't know, it's just a, it's a real fine point piece of metal. It's, it's really sharp. And I have one actually that's uh, attached to my pocket knife that I carry. But I carry that everywhere because you, you, that could save some child's life or some pet's life. Uh, and I'm certainly not worried about a door glass because uh, we'll be happy to replace that for free here at Eagle if we have to break it out to save your child or your pet. But I encourage everybody to carry one of those on a key ring, and you can get them anywhere. Um, you can pick those up. They'll just go on a key ring. That way, if you're out and you see that, you know, all you got to do is just tap that glass with that little sharp point uh, glass breaker, and it'll shatter that glass. Way better than trying to hit it with your fist or kick it or anything like that. You can just hit it with this, this little breaker. So just another tip, something you might want to look into. Um, well, as far as the car, DJ, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to tell you. A week ago, and I'm telling all the listeners, a week ago, my wife Sheila and I went to Florida. And as we're in the rest area, Sheila went into the ladies' room. I went into the men's room. And one of the attendants there was yelling at a lady for bringing her dog into the restroom. So I said to the lady, I'll hold your dog. My wife is walking our dog over here. We never leave the dog in a rest area. For the two or three minutes, we're in the restroom. We, one of us holds the dog outside. We carry a bottle of water with us and a small little cup so she could drink water just like us. Correct. And so held the dog for this lady while she went into the restroom. And the attendant looked at me like I was nuts. And I said, ma'am, it's too hot to leave an animal in a car, even for a couple of minutes here in Florida. Sure. So I, no. I no, you're, you're right. We just, we just can't do that. So, um, um, good for you being willing to help out the, the people and, and do that for them. So, uh, but to the car side of it, um, what we what we recommend, uh, there's several things you can do uh, to prepare for this hot season. One, make sure, again, you got good tires because we get these thunderstorms. And again, when it's hot like this, it draws all the oil up out of the road. We've talked about this before, I know, but we'll talk about it a little bit more. So you get a thunderstorm right after the thunderstorm. The road is greasy because you got all that oil mixed with water. And it's very slick. So make sure your tires are good before you head out on that vacation. Make sure your battery is good. We think cold weather is what's hard on batteries, and it is hard on batteries. But hot weather is just as hard because, as you know, DJ, when metal gets hot, it expands. So when your engine's hot, all the metal's hot. So the piston, everything in your engine is expanding, getting hot. So it's harder to turn over. So check your battery. Have somebody check it. We'll check it here at Eagle for free. Uh, make sure you check your battery. Uh, and then water. I always carry a couple gallons of water in my car. I just buy drinking water uh, at the store in gallons. So two reasons. If you get stuck somewhere, you get stopped, uh, traffic, or your car breaks down, whatever, you have some drinking water. Or maybe somebody else that is stuck in traffic needs some water. And then you can also use that if your car develops a small leak and, and the water is coming out of it or the antifreeze is coming out of it. You can always add some water if it's overheating. It might get you to a service station or get you off the highway at least to a, a secure and safe place to stop your car and get it looked at. Now, just remember, don't open the radiator itself, which in a lot of cars you can't today now, but 
make sure you open the plastic reservoir that the overflow bottle. That way you don't have a chance of getting hot water blown up in your face. And if your radiator is overheating, it can actually scald you because it's scalding water. It'll be over 212 degrees. It will burn you. So put that in your overflow bottle. But you can always add that water. Now, this is only good for the summertime, not in the winter, because then you could have a freezing problem. But in the summer, when you're more likely to overheat, uh, carry that water, because it's just very important for you, yourself, or your pet, and for your automobile. And then I always recommend people, you know, when you get down between a quarter and three-eighths of a tank, fill up. Because when you're out on the interstates and you're going and, all of a sudden there's an accident and your next thing you know, you're sitting in traffic. You could be there for several hours if it's a really bad accident. And then you have the problem. You're sitting there running your idle in your car because it's really, really hot. And next thing you know, you're running out of gas. So I, I always like to, between a three eighths and a quarter, I start looking for a gas station to fill my car up because you never know how long you're going to have to sit in it and keep it running. So just a few small tips. We can talk about this, uh, Maybe next week we can expand on some things, but that's just some things to think about here as, as it's travel season, 4th of July week, and things going on that we can do. I tell you what, those are good tips. And, and Chuck, the producer, he, he brought up a thing about a heater thing, so that made sense. What happens when your car is about to overheat? What are some of the tips you could do? Well, you know, as we were talking before we went on the air, uh, Chuck is right. You can turn the heater on full blast, turn the fan on. Now, it's not going to be comfortable in the car, obviously, but it's going to get you also off the road or to a service station because as the, the water in the engine is what's overheating, it goes through a heater core, which is inside your car in your dash and most vehicles. As that air blows over that heater core, it cools it. So it's cooling that water or antifreeze that's in your car. It's cooling it somewhat, maybe four or five degrees, which in turn will cool the motor down some. So as long as it's not a lack of water is why your car's overheating. If it's overheating because maybe a head gasket problem or a clogged radiator is not circulating in the radiator enough or possibly a water pump not moving enough water, Running the heater in your car will help. It, it definitely will help. It obviously puts your windows down and that kind of stuff so that you can uh, at least yourself stay cool. But that that will work, and it will sometimes get you off the road and get you to a place where you, uh, again, can be more secure and get your car looked at. So that's a, that's a really good tip uh, we were talking about, Chuck. Now, hey, can I ask you this before we take a break? If a person that's listening has a question about their vehicle, can they call up and have the service department at least look over their vehicle before they take it on a summer vacation? Sure. Yeah, just reach out to DJ. Uh, he's our service advisor. And just reach out to him and say, I'm getting to take a little trip here. And we, and we do this all the time, especially this time of year. Uh, people want to bring their car by. And, you know, we'll just pop the hood and uh, put it in the garage. Take a quick look. Make sure your belt looks all right. It's not dry rotted and cracked. Make sure your tires aren't dry rotted. Make sure your overflow bottle is, you know, full of antifreeze. Um, and just look at a few things to make sure you're good. And, uh, yeah, happy to do that for anyone because, again, we don't want to see them sitting out on the side of the road. There's nothing worse than leaving on your vacation and you're halfway to Florida or wherever you're going and you have a breakdown. DJ, I'm sure you've experienced as I have. And that's, that's the quickest way to ruin a family vacation, sitting alongside their interstate. 
Exactly right. And I know one thing. My wife, when we were running out of gas, and I did not look down, and all of a sudden, here I am, and the light goes on, says gas low. So my wife tries to tell me, turn the air conditioning off, roll the windows down so we get to the next exit. <laughs> well, you know, that that's still out for debate. Yes, it will definitely take less fuel to run the air air compressor on your car to keep you cool. But there's some there is some uh talk out there that the drag with the wind coming in the windows actually takes more away from uh gas because the engine is working harder than to for that drag that it, it really equals itself out. Now, I guess that depends on what type of car you have and, and, and the aerodynamics on it. But, yes, your car will typically use less fuel when you're not running the AC compressor. And that's another thing that you said that, DJ. If your car is overheating, definitely turn the AC off because it's making your engine work harder for that. So that will definitely help that some if you, if you turn the AC off, and especially if you're on a side road and don't have a lot of wind drag. It will definitely reduce heat in your motor and and hopefully be able to get you where you need to go uh, Doug, as usual you are information overload which was great for all of our listeners i want to thank you for participating folks we're going to take a fast break and we'll be back for dj segment and chuck camp the producers what you didn't know about we'll see you right after the break Eagle Auto Part is located in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia. The Eagle team is becoming the most recognized name in the recycling industry, serving not only West Virginia, but also Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Virginia. Eagle Auto Part inventory is computerized, racked, and ready for immediate pickup. Or choose our fast delivery service. With a very active presence on eBay, we have several distribution shipments daily. Eagle Auto Part processes all of our vehicles in the most professional manner, which ensures the quality of all of our parts sold. What can we do for you? Visit us on the web at eagleautopart.com or call 800-261-6664. That's 800-261-6664. Or send us an email at sales at eagleautopart.com. Welcome back, listeners. You are listening to Eagle Auto Park Podcast. Each and every week, we try to do our best to give you informative episodes to make sure you download and listen. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartMedia, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, Doug Williams, General Manager, Ad Eagle did a great part in the first section. These next two sets are one of me, DJ Harrington, and and listeners, I don't know if if you knew or not that I have been a speaker for many and a lot of times people want to ask, how do you plan? And one of the things I want to tell people is those who fail to plan plan to fail. So even today, I'm semi-retired. I do podcasts with my dear friend Chuck Camp. But even then, I plan. I get up in the morning. I do a devotional every day. Uh, right now, I'm doing one from Charles Stanley, who 
many of the listeners know it passed away this past year. He was a preacher for many years in the Atlanta market. I do a devotional every morning, one of his devotionals. And he's still on television. They recorded all of his sermons. But he looks at it from a Christian angle on planning. This one here is it's not sexual. It's not it's it's really just common sense excuses why people make excuses for not making plans. So some people say to me, Well, DJ don't have time to plan. Well, you really do. I don't know what to do and what time to take the time to plan. So a lot of times some people actually do the planning the night before and they set it up. I'm I'm better in the morning because I get up in the morning, do my devotion. Then I sit and say, okay, here are things I have to do today. And I plan it out. Planning does not work for me. That's what one guy told me. I have too many interruptions. Well, if you have too many interruptions, I had a business guy actually told his office from 1 to 2.30 every day, my door is closed because I'm finishing work that I was supposed to have done yesterday and people know between 1 and 2 30 that's what he does but the other times he's there and that's when he takes his time to do the planning some people feel tied down to that type of thing from 1 to 2 30 but some people actually say they don't know how to plan properly so let me give you some suggestions most people give more time to planning their vacations than they do planning their lives. This is true. I listened to people that said, when did you start working at Uniroyal? And the guy told me he was at a restaurant sitting with a guy who was going for an interview. So he went with him. And that's how he's, 32 years later, he's still working at Uniroyal, Uniroyal Tire Company. On the journey to success, the first part of the trip is just as important as the last part. So do your planning. Do your dreams. Your dream determines your goals. Your goals map out your actions. Your actions create results. And then the results bring you success. So you do a strategy. You make sure you set out your goals. Those goals lead to action. Actions create results. And then, of course, results come to success. No matter where you're starting on your journey, you have some things going for you. And a lot of times people don't forget me. I'm very blessed. I have a great family. I have great friends like their Chuck Camp, the producer. Doug Williams is a dear friend of mine from Eagle. And that's the reason why I think planning is important. Family business is a lot like making sausage. If you, <laughs> if you saw what went into making it, you never want to eat it. Uh, if you saw a sausage being made, you say, oh, my, I didn't want to do that. So I'm going to tell all of you, uh, set a little part of your day out each day. Uh, take four or five minutes. One time, I had to maybe 22 minutes to work every day. So every day, I would lay out inspirational music for me. And this is just me. And I listen to inspirational music to and from work. And all of a sudden, now everything worked out fine. But when I got to work, I just spent 22 minutes listening to inspirational music, and it made me feel better. And a lot of times, 
somebody said, do you have a favorite meal? Yeah, I do. I enjoy chicken. So when I'm really down in the dumps, and Chuck Camp, the producer, will tell you, I, I ask, hey, can we go get a piece of chicken somewhere? And I do. Get a chicken salad somewhere. It just makes you feel better. And so you need to know those type of things. Maybe some people, it's a candy bar or it's, you know, pudding, you know, what kind of pudding, chocolate or vanilla or whatever. Uh, tabioca. And my mom used to make tabioca for us kids. Now, Learn to be kind to yourself. Keep a list of your triumphs and successes. And as you focus on what you have done, you will have more confidence in what you can do. So I want you to think about what I just said. Learn to be kind to yourself. Keep a list of your triumphs and successes. As you focus on what you have done, you will have more confidence in what you can do. So that's DJ Harrington's words of wisdom for this great episode of Eagle Auto Parts. And so we'll take a break and as we come back, Chuck Camp, the producer, will give you his thoughts on what you may not have known. Slow down. Slow down and move over. Move over. When you see signs. Lights. Vests. Please, give us some room. Slow down. Slow down and move over. When you need help. It's our job. To help you. To save you. Despite the danger. This danger. This danger is real. Do your part. Please. Slow down. Slow down. And move over. Move over. Hey everybody, it's Chuck. You see all these ads on TV for Christmas in July? How in the world did that start? Well, I'm going to share it with you. It started on July 24th and 25th in 1933 at a girls' camp called Keystone Camp in Brevard, North Carolina. It was just something the girls dreamed up by having something to do. Miss Fanny was a leader there, and she was a creative type who added all kinds of uniques to the program. Most camps number the cab- cabins to identify them, and there they named them like Crabapple, Skylark, Crow's Nest. And instead of junior and senior camps, they had elves, pixies, and dryads. Well, they wanted something different. So when it was so hot outside, they came up with Christmas in July. As the tradition evolved, campers would use laundry bags as makeshift stockings, which they placed outside the cabins and filled with candy overnight. Eventually, elves, reindeer, and Ms. Claus joined the act along with the countwide gift exchange, counselors included. Christmas in July at that same Keystone Camp in Brevard, North Carolina, still carries on today, and blistering hot southern summers have yet to stop the tradition. Now, campers simply go for a dip in the lake after they get their presents. A movie in 1940 called Christmas in July put the phrase into the country's consciousness and put it on the radar. But when it really kicked off was in 2012 when Hallmark Channel started Christmas in July movies. From there, all the retailers jumped on board and said, how do we lure shoppers in on a hot summer day? So retailers started using the strategy for Christmas in July. So now you know that's how it started up in North Carolina at a little camp called Keystone Camp. Boy, Chuck, you hit it right on the head. Great thoughts. Now, 
Remember to like, review, and share everywhere. If you'd like to learn more or want something special on Eagle Auto Parts, go to the podcast hotline, 706-409-5603, and let Chuck, I, and Doug Williams know what you'd like to hear. We'll see you next time on Eagle Auto Parts On The Go Podcast. Wishing you safe travels. See you next time.